Welcome to Hashtag Love Yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self-love. Hi, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to Hashtag Love Yourself. On today's episode, we are going to talk about body image and why it's so incredibly attached and ingrained into our self-worth and our self-love and how we look at ourselves through the lens of the world. So let's dive in. All right, what is body image? To start off, essentially what body image is, it's our own thoughts, feelings, and perception of our aesthetics or our sexual attractiveness of our own bodies, right? Um, And this is super important when we're talking about loving ourselves because what we do as humans, unfortunately, is we take this body image that's usually not, um, not very healthy, right? Majority of us out there don't really have a healthy body image and we attach it to our self-worth. And so our self-worth that says, you know, we're worth whatever, right? Because I'm either beautiful or I'm not beautiful um, is or handsome or, you know, whatever you want to call it, right? Boy or girl, doesn't matter which one. Um, we're attaching our looks and what society says, this like small little window of what society says is perfect, pretty, handsome, whatever, right? We're taking this small little index of a window and saying, if I don't fit in that little tiny box that society has created, then I, um, my worth drops very, very low. And I feel insecure about myself. I feel bad about myself. I constantly am having negative self-talk. I'm, um, shaming myself. I'm shaming other people. I'm shaming my children or, you know, I'm not, not me specifically, but society, like in general, that's what we're doing. We're shaming people. Um, if they don't fit into that small box of what society tells us. So what is that small box, right? Well, to be honest with you, the small box that's, um, media and society has created is really, really little. And it's, majority of it's for women because we are teaching as a culture and in society, in societies we're teaching that uh, females particularly, we do it with men a little bit too, but not as much, um, predominantly for females that you, your worth is directly attached to how pretty you are. And we teach the little boys that, that, you know, girls should be pretty and that they should be this specific thing. And so what they say the specific thing is, is that they sh- you should be young looking, right? Because once you get past a certain age, your, you know, your worth goes out the window. You know, nobody wants to put those women on um, in movies anymore. Nobody wants to um, put them on the front of magazines. If you have wrinkles, it's like a taboo thing. We, we shame people for it. Um, all that stuff, um, being able-bodied, you know, so you, you have to be able-bodied, you have to be young, you have to have no wrinkles, no stretch marks, um, no, uh, large pores on your face, right? You have to have, now we've got into the things where you have to have really big eyes. And if you don't have big eyes, then you must have, um, really long, dark, beautiful lashes, right? Um, even me, I get, um, lash extensions because I, it makes me feel beautiful, but where does that come from? It comes from society saying that that is what's beautiful, right? And a lot of it is money. It comes down to the fact that we are, the, the marketers out there are saying, 
okay, where is the money coming from? Well, it's coming from the people that run the money in the households. Well, who does that? Well, it's all women. Okay, well, let's market to women. Um, let's market that they need this specific look to feel beautiful. So they put that out in the media. We all dive into it, right? We all second do it. You have to be hairless, you know, as a woman. If you're going to be a female, you have to be hairless. Well, where did that come from? To be honest with you, that came from very, very um, long time ago when they were trying to marry off young women to older men. And the older men wanted young virgins. And so they would clear all their hair because before puberty, girls didn't really get hair after puberty got hair. And so that was the new standard is that's where that came from, right? In our society is that to marry someone off, even if they were older than puberty, you wanted to make them look like they were younger than puberty so that the man would want them. Right. And so then it became this objectification of, um, now, now you have to, you have to be young it, to be wanted by a man and to be female and to be feminine, you have to have no hair below, you know, below your eyes, like just no hair anywhere. Right. Because you, because it's not sexy in our, in societies and cultures, which is really backwards. And, you know, hair actually plays a big role in so many healthy and happy things for the body. Um, even just like physical touch, right? The more hair that you have on your body, the more, um, sensation you get when you're touched, right? Because, um, your hair picks up on the, the feeling and the touch of things. So yes, there are so many unhealthy and un like, unhappy um, things that society and and our cultures have come up with to first off objectify women right and their bodies and say that their worth is tied to being this small window of a standard um that this is what's beautiful and if you're not that then you're you know you're less than so if you don't fit into this box all the way right and even maybe you only have a toe in it or maybe you have 80 percent of what they, the society believes is beautiful even then it's like you're always running after this 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 a long list of really hard to obtain things and why are we doing that? Why are we putting that as part of our self-worth, right? So now let's dive into the studies and what, what those have shown us. Um, and some of these statistics were pretty alarming to me. So when they asked um, women and men, um, they, they said that 87% of women and 65% of men um, said that they do use media and what media tells them like, you know, what we, they project out there to say is the beauty standard, right? And it's usually just to get us to pay, to have, to have whatever we want, right? Like whatever they want us to sell us, right? So if they, if they sell us eye drops that make their, the, our eyes, you know, more white and halo glowing, right? Then we spend that cash, right? We give it over. Um, oh, or we put really unhealthy things into our lips because big lips are beautiful, but like, you know, regular sized lips, no, forget about it, right? And just how backwards is that? Lips are lips and there's beauty. This is my thing. There's beauty in every shape and size in every different way. It's just your perception of it, right? So let's change instead of, instead of changing our bodies, right? Let's change our perceptions about what it is. And first off, then we'll be happier. We'll all be a darn lot healthier. And then on top of that, we will be able to, um, 
you know, love ourselves from a true natural place and not just love ourselves from an artificial place of, do I live up to someone else's standard? Do I live up to this uh, painted image of what someone with, um, you know, like hungry for money and hungry for um, an object that they can obtain, a piece of property in women, right? Um, that they can um, scrutinize and say, well, this is what turns me on. So I'm going to need this from, from women in society. Let's not use their standard. Let's create our own and your own personally. And, and it's not a bad thing to actually, um, change your looks or to want to play with your style or things like that, or even actually to want, um, you know, to, to, to feel validation from, from others about your looks. That's actually not even that unhealthy. Um, psychologists have found that that, that is actually, I mean, it's not the best thing if you're on the right side and you're completely needing validation from everybody else, right? But a little bit of validation is actually okay and is healthy. The, the thing is, is that, um, when you, make your, make the validation or you make, um, your own personal validation, like at such a high standard that it, it affects your health and your happiness, right? Or you lay it in the hands of everyone else, um, at such a high level, right? Because like I said, it's a healthy thing to want to play with our looks. Like me, I'm naturally brown hair and I love, uh, like, I remember the first time that I went blonde and I was like, blown away by like how much I loved it. And I just remember being like, I never want to go back. Like I feel myself. And every time I did go back to Brown, like Burnett, my natural color, I never really did feel like myself. I really love the artistic expression that I, you know, get to play with the color of my hair. I do different colors. I do purple. I do pinks. I do all different things because I love this canvas, right? Your body is a canvas and you should be allowed to do whatever you want to do with it. Now, but just make sure that it's not meddling with like you're doing it because you have to be satisfied with this perfection um, and it's placed above your health and your happiness, right? That shouldn't be the case. So, okay. So when we, uh, when they asked people, how do you feel about your body? The answers that everybody like responded with, like when they did this big survey, wasn't even like, like the answers weren't about their body. Honestly, it was like as if you asked a totally completely different question and as if the question was, how does someone on the outside view your body? Like if they were to look at you and they were to judge everything about you, what would they see, right? And that was sad because, you know, then people were like, oh, well, I wish my midriff was smaller. I wish I didn't have this. I wish I had, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it was like almost like a fears list is what people kind of came up with. Me personally, um, my response, I said, I'm constantly trying to pull the reflection I see in the mirror into harmony with my belief about what is sexy and what is beautiful. I can feel this belief isn't mine and I'm aware that it is society's current trend and that I'm striving to be, you know, something else that I'm not. Um, I also said to be accept, I'm striving for this because I want to be accepted. I want to feel beautiful and I also feel proud of my body's strength. I feel proud of my um, natural beauty um, and its self-healing abilities. And then I ended it with human bodies, um, which is also includes my human body, um, are so amazing in so many ways. Um, and, but that's the, the thing is that I really 
the unhealthy part of this whole statement for me is that I constantly am striving for something that I actually cognitively even know is not mine, right? Um, so, you know, right now, media and culture um, talk about how, you know, you have to be skinny, but you also have to be really voluptuous just in the particular areas, right? In your breasts and right in your boobs for women and, and for men, right? Like you have to be really fit, like you work, you have, you know, enough time, you have to work, you know, a 10 to 12 hour shift job and be busy because you have to be successful, but you have to make sure that you, you work out one to two hours a day so that you can look chiseled for everybody else, right? It's like this whole, I mean, yes, working out is great and, and I do it on the regular and I actually do about an hour, um, five days a week. But that's the thing is I do it for the fact that it feels good and it's good because I want to thank my body, right? But I think majority of people are honestly, we're we're working out for the wrong reasons. We're working out for a specific body type for, like I talked about that, like small little um, window that society and media gives us that says, this is what's attractive. This is what looks good, right? When like, it's really unrealistic for, you know, most of us to be workaholics like society tells us to and then to be the most fit person in the room, right? That, I mean, like, where do you get your time? And then when are you going to sleep? And when are you going to have a life? And when are you going to take care of your family? If you even get one, right? Because you're going to be so obsessed with your body. (laughs) But, you know, that's an extreme. But that's what I'm saying is like, in the end, right? We're trying to achieve something and we're trying to achieve something that's not even our own beliefs, like about what is beautiful, So I challenge everybody who's listening to this, I would challenge you to sit down and think about what you do think about your body. And if there are things that you are really constantly thinking about and bringing to the forefront of like, oh, when you look in the mirror, I don't like this, or I wish I could change this about my body. If you're constantly having those negative and lower energy thoughts and pulls on you, think about where those are coming from and why you have that, right? Okay, so, a little bit more statistics that I thought were really, you know, important for us to like recognize so that we can recognize where our body image is coming from so that we can actually change it to a healthy one. So 96% of women um, report being unhappy with their own body image. Um, And it's because they're trying to live up to that small window, right? Of what society is telling us isn't beautiful or sexy, right? Um, And then 40% of men um, said that they were unhappy. Um, with their body image. So that's why this is really important. That's why we need to be working on this is because those statistics are astonishingly high. I mean, it's really, really bad for the women because it's pretty much almost all of us, right? Um, And half of our men, and that's not the kind of world that we want to live in. We need to be loving ourselves. And part of loving ourselves is knowing that our worth is should be in a completely different spot, right? It shouldn't be attached to this idea that actually we're not creating ourselves, that someone who has um, a money hunger or um, has a fetish for a specific, you know, um, attraction, that's who's telling us what we should be. And then we're striving for someone else's, you know, desire. And I don't want to strive for anybody else's desire. I don't know about you, but I want to strive for my own desires. So let's correct that view. Okay. Okay. So, um, 
So another thing to think about too is like, okay, so that small little window that we, t that society has created. So let's talk about what that small little window is first. The small little window that society says, um, so you have to be young. Okay. You have to, um, not have any wrinkles, no stretch marks, none of that. You have to be able-bodied, right? Um, you have to be, um, light-skinned. And if you are dark skinned, which um, see there's like trends over time of what is acceptable and what's not right. And now we're getting into the healthier place that more diversity, but even the, the dark skin that's appropriate is on the lighter end, right? Which how unhealthy is that, that we're saying only, uh, you know, a few uh, types of skin types when there's thousands of skin types are or what's acceptable or what's beautiful. So then that's why you have 96% of women unhappy with their own body image because there's only a small percentage of people that fit into that skin color. And that's not fair, right? Because that's completely backwards. Um, and, and, and also, you know, like the, the differences. So like, just like anything else, right? There's going to be a spectrum of what, is accepted and what isn't in society. And so the thing that is astonishing is that women are completely on the right hand of the spectrum when it comes to objectification. So like that window that we have of like what we are allowed and what's acceptable in society to be considered that normal, right? With quotations around it, um, is really, really tiny. You know, you they have a really, really tiny, small little window that they can fit into. And you have to have all this criteria. Um, and then on the other side of the spectrum of objectification is we have men where like, you don't even have to like look good. You don't even have to um, have a specific body type, right? I mean, it's good if you do because, you know, media plays that up. But even then they say, oh no, if you've got money, or if you're successful, right, for men, um, or if you are funny and charming, you're allowed to be, you're allowed to like be outside of that box of objectification, like you're, you, but women, no, like their, their, um, their abilities, like if you're funny, all these things still are not feminine, right? You can be funny all day long, but if you don't fit into that little box of being light skinned, of having clear skin, having no pores, no wrinkles, you're young, you got beautiful flowing thick hair, but you know, no hair on your body, right? If, if you don't fit into that and oh, oh, and you gotta be hourglass shaped. You gotta have a skinny little, tiny little waist that's really unrealistic and then a big old booty and big old boobs, you know, that's not realistic and that's not, you know, we need to stop as a society. What we need to stop doing is we need to just stop only hiring that, those people for, for TV roles, for movies, for, um, uh, you know, to be in front of a camera, to have, be on posters. Um, we need to stop only having that small window be what we project to the world as here's, here's our beautiful American. Here's our beautiful Hawaiian. Here's our beautiful Pacific Islander. Here's our beautiful Asian, you know, like let's change that. Let's, let's do something different here. Right. I mean, obviously I'm on my soapbox, but, but that's how, um, this is going to change, right? How, that's how we're going to change the world is if we stop, um, fitting into those boxes 
or tr trying to push our bodies into those boxes and then allowing society to only project those boxes to be what's right and what's beautiful. Okay, so, um, so since we're, so since we're, um, connecting body image to our self-worth, right? So since we're doing that, obviously that's completely backwards, like we just discovered, right? But it shouldn't be thinking our body looks good or bad because even when someone like thinks that they look really good, right? You would think that that would be like what we want to do. And like, we, we did have, we have all these movements, right. Of like loving our, like, you know, loving our bodies and like, um, you are beautiful movements and all that, that kind of stuff. But even then what we're doing is we're putting worth into the beauty aspect. And that's actually the backwards way to fill up our worth. So we need to not focus on beauty at all, right? We need to take the worth, um, aspect out of the beauty, right? And we need to fill it into who we are as people, right? We need to, we need to first off count the ways that our bodies are amazing, right? Like, like, oh my gosh, I did a triathlon and my body made it. Or, um, I wake up every day and my body feels, I mean, like abundantly, like good. Like I have an abundance of health, right? My body is um, self healing. Like think just, if you just, it blows my mind sometimes when I think about the human body and how it literally heals itself. We, if we damage it, this avatar that we live in, it is self healing. Like how crazy is that to me? And then if it's, you know, if it can't be done on its own, then we are so smart as humans that we could run to a hospital and get it fixed. Right. Um, so we could literally count the ways that we are amazing, right? Without putting the worth into the beauty realm, right? And quit following someone else's version of what we think is. And it's really a small window of what is beautiful, right? Because um, regardless of how you look, you are more than just your body. And so I challenge you to um, stop and think about who you are as not only a person that came down to this earth, but the soul that you are, right? I challenge you to think about what you embody, right? On this planet, right? Um, like for me, for example, I am a woman, this life, and I am loving being a woman. Um, I love that I got to create life twice. My body created life. And you know what a precious and an amazing feeling it was to have my children growing inside of my body, that the gift that I was given to be able to do that was just, it It took my breath away so many times while I was going through that journey. And even now looking back, I think about it and I'm just blown away by the beauty of my body, right? What my body could do, what my body did, right? pushing those babies out of my body was like an experience, like no, no other business. Right. But, um, then like moving forward, you know, you could keep that list going for yourself. Like, um, you know, just the fact that the, there's another thing is like your body is a pleasure center, right? Think about it, not just sexual pleasure, but like, but that too, 
but like even just pleasure when you get massages or when someone rubs your hair and your scalp, right? And oh, how good that feels, right? Or when someone hugs you and like the sensations that go through your body, think about how beautiful that is and how, what an amazing gift it is that we are getting to experience that, right? Um, yeah. Or, and just hugging another human being, kissing another human being. Um, that's where we should be focusing when we are, are fulfilling ourselves with our body image, right? What does my body do versus what does my body look like from the outside to someone else or to the majority? What does my body do? What is, what am I gifted this body with? Like, what do I, what am I doing on earth with this body? Another thing that you can do that is kind of directly related to your um, your looks, right? But I don't want you to go down that deep rabbit hole that we just talked about, but is your artistic expression of your body. I can tell you that I love, 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 love art in general, right? And I love creating something that's aesthetically pleasing to my eyeballs, right? And so when I do like my hair color or specific makeup colors and put together clothes, like what an amazing gift that I am giving to my site, right? To be able to like, it feels so good to look at that outfit on me or to look at my hair that's complimenting my skin tone. That That is the positive aspect of body image. It's not a, attached to like being a specific something, right? That someone else is gonna see from the outside looking in on you. It's more of like the pleasure that you're receiving from that artistic expression. Um, that is the, the, the body image that we should be striving for. Okay, so um, I'm gonna give you um, a few ways to combat some really, really um, uh, disruptions, some body image, image disruptions, because essentially what's happening in this, like as um, we're culturally conditioned by media, right? Um, that our worths come, especially women, but in majority, um, this is directed at women because that's what society teaches us, right? That their looks specifically, not necessarily men's, but that women's are attached to their worth. And since that we're getting that message constantly all day long, every day, when you look at anything, like any advertisements when we're, or watching a movie or whatever, when you're constantly getting bar bombarded with that stuff, right? and you're constantly being conditioned to feel a specific way, you have to find ways to kind of reprogram yourself, like pull yourself back, right? Pull yourself out of that illusion that is being created in our societies, right? Um, and for yourself and for your own self-love and your own self-worth and your own mental and emotional health, um, you need to have different things that you can do to, um, to keep yourself on par, keep yourself in check, keep yourself in the right place because there's going to be moments, right? Um, I know for me is like all sometimes if I have a bad hair day or if I am not, if I'm looking in the mirror and I'm wearing kind of an outfit that doesn't show, um, my figure to be this whole, you know, ideal hourglass shape, right? If I am starting to fall into that insecure place with myself, Here's some things that I have found that I've researched that um, now I am putting into place to build my positive truth of my self-worth and my self-image of my body, okay? So um, so one of the things that you can do um, just ahead of time, just to kind of get ahead of this whole curve, right, that love like 
not even just being in a bad moment, just something you can do. So mirror work is really important. I always promote mirror work with everyone, but how do you really do that? And something specific that you can do with mirror work um, for your body image is, so stand in front of the mirror and get in front of the mirror and state out loud. Don't do it in your head. I want you to state out loud five things that you love about yourself that have nothing to do with your looks, okay? So whatever those five things are, I want you to state them out loud, proclaim them to yourself, right? Smile while you do it. <laughs> and then I want you to um, state out five things after that that are directly related to your looks. And I'm going to tell you that I've actually even made um, videos about this and I posted them on my Instagram page before because every time that I'm feeling low or bad about my body image or... Um, you know, I'm just feeling, you know, like having a bad hair day or whatever it might be. I do um, the five things and I like pick them out and I, I, I feel gratif um, gratitude for them and I um, really, really focus on them. And then every time I do it, no joke, literally, I feel like the most beautiful person in the world. And then I feel like I'm having the best hair day and really nothing has physically changed. It's literally like my in, my insides have changed. My belief has changed. My perspective has changed. Right. And no joke, it literally works like a charm. So seriously, that is your mirror work home or yeah, your mirror work homework. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Okay. So that is one thing that you can do, do it ahead of time or, but you can even do it in, like I said, like when I'm having a bad hair day, I jump to this too. So you can do it in the moment as well. Um, but one thing that you can do if you're having like a moment and you're having a stressful, like you're looking in the mirror and you're just getting stressed out or, or someone says something to you about your body and pulls you down and makes you feel insecure and you're feeling like those negative energy, right? Okay. So I want you to do this heart activity. Okay. Um, I call it drop into your heart. Um, so first the thing that you're going to do, step one, you're going to pause. It's really important. You're going to just pause for a second. Then you're going to breathe. And you know, even making noise when you breathe is really important. <sighs> that can be really, really helpful. Okay. Especially in a tense and stressful situation. Number three, I want you to focus your energy around your heart. Just focus it. If you need to close your eyes, do it. Number four, let yourself feel your unconditional love because that is the truth of this, right? There's nothing more important than your heart and that love, that unconditional love that you have access to anytime, day or night. It's always right there in your heart. Okay. And it will, sometimes it'll even bring you to tears because you have strayed so far off of it that you have forgotten how beautiful your heart is and what it's radiating at every moment of the day. So take that minute, drop into your heart and reset yourself. Okay. And then next, um, okay, so let's say you're out shopping and you find these really cute pair of pants and you run into the dressing room and you pull them on and you can't get them up and you're feeling not so good about yourself and you're feeling like, damn, you fat ass. Well, I mean, I guess in today's date, that would be like a, a compliment. Um, but I'm saying like, oh God, I don't fit in these pants or, oh, my butt's not a big enough. It doesn't doesn't show good enough in these pants. <laughs> there you go. That's like more of today's problem, right? Um, but so you're in there and you're frustrated and you're like, oh, I'm feeling down about yourself. You're feeling low. What I want you to do is I want you to start your gratitude list. Okay. 
And this, again, works like you're a charm. You're literally going to say, I am here in a department store right now. My body feels amazing, right? Like, like I have no ailments. I am not in pain constantly. You know, I am free of pain. I'm feeling amazing. I, the temperature in here is awesome, right? It's not like, it's like a pleasurable place to be, right? And I have money. I am so gifted that I have money to be able to put on pants. I have legs to put pants on. I have a beautiful partner at home that is going to love me no matter what when I come home, if I have these pants or not, if you know, whatever. Right. And I have so many pants at home that fit my body. But see, so just continue and continue and it just builds and builds and builds and builds. And then you just stop worrying about something that's stupid. That doesn't even matter because like, like we both know, and like I said in the very beginning of this podcast, that it's someone else's version of what you're supposed to be that you're trying to follow. And it's not real and it's not true. And we shouldn't be doing that. And that's not where we should be placing our worth. So there you go. So I want you to spend time in the mirror and I want you to say things that you love about yourself out loud. Let's change that body image. Let's get us feeling good. Let's get us putting our, our body image in the right place. Let's feel sexy. Let's feel good about ourselves. But more importantly, let's feel good about what our bodies do, not necessarily how they measure up to, to a beauty standard or what we believe in our heads is beautiful. Okay. Because you are beautiful and you don't need any outside person validating. You don't need your inner dialogue from your inner mind to either bash you or tell you you're above other people and compare to what we see in society, right? We need to be grateful and joyful that we picked because you did your soul picked what you picked when you came into this human body to live out the perfect expression of who you are. So I want you to go and enjoy that avatar that you've picked. And I want you to feel your true worth and it shouldn't come from just your looks. It shouldn't come from an aesthetic. It should come from how you feel about your yourself, how you feel about your character, how you feel about what you do in this world and what you can obtain and, and what you strive for every day, right? Okay, well, I'm going to leave you with that. And I um, hope you smile when you look at yourself in the mirror next time because it's such a beautiful sight and you're so gifted and I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for joining me. All right. Have a good rest of your day and don't forget, love yourself. Bye.